and welcome to PodCash, the portable professional development podcast from Cash. You can always find us on the Cash Alumni website, but right now we're catching up with Faye from Kerry's Kerrigs, which is an early years nursery in Blythe in Northumberland. Faye, can you tell everybody what your name and your job is here at Kerry's Kerrigs? Yeah, I'm Faye Orham and I'm Deputy Manager here at Kerry's Kerrigs. Excellent, thank you. So what is it that made you get into childcare in the first place? When I was younger, my dad had a um, my dad lived in Ireland, and his wife in Ireland had a crash on the side of a house. So I was always really interested in childcare. But then when I went to do my level three, there wasn't an apprenticeship available at the time. So I decided that I would go to college instead of doing the apprenticeship route. And I was in college for two weeks, and the training provider that I'd done my level two with rang us and had said, "Oh, there's an amazing opportunity for an apprenticeship." it's kind of yours if, if you want it, or it's an annex. And I live in Blythe, and obviously I was too young to drive, but I was that passionate and I wanted to do it. I got up every morning and I got the bus to annex five days a week. Wow. I did that every day until I'd qualified at level three, um, which was a year. Then after that, I found a position close at home, um, then fell pregnant with my little boy. So continued to work there. I went back after maternity leave, but after maternity leave it just didn't suit my needs anymore. Um, and then I applied for the position where I am now, just as a normal level three practitioner. Um, was successful and got that job. Um, then I went on to have my little girl. Then after returning from maternity leave with my little girl, I was promoted to team leader. Then the deputy at the time went off on her maternity leave and I was promoted to deputy and still am in that position. And whilst doing all of that and being pregnant and having two little ones, I did my foundation degree and then my BA honours as well. So did you have time to do that as well as doing what's essentially like a full-time job and an all-encompassing job? But I did it. Wow. Yeah, so now I'm level six qualified. Well done, that's amazing. Quite a journey when you think of it like that. It it really is, yeah. Aren't you good? <laughs> so I know that um, the reason that I've ended up here today is that you've been really good at looking at staff wellbeing and looking at everybody else who works in the nursery which listening to your story as to how you ended up working here in the first place obviously you went from doing some really long days for quite a long time yeah. um, to having what sounds like a normal length day but then loads of extra things to make it a really long day where did the focus on staff wellbeing come from? I think right from starting within where I am now, the, the passion from the manager and the nursery had always been that it was very staff focused and you know the flexibility for working families and if staff came and needed specific days off when Kerry would be doing the rota, she would always try her hardest to accommodate them. Then we started attending um, a network meeting within Northumberland for um, practitioners at level six stairs um, and one night um, a gentleman called Stephen Cheater came along and talked to her about the Better Health at Work Award which instantly myself and Kerry knew that that was a journey that we were ready to take on so nine o'clock the next morning we emailed him and said you know this is something we want to do and um, we're really passionate about it so he came out explained the award and trained me, Kerry, and another two girls as health advocates 
and the journey just kind of started from there and it's just got bigger and bigger and it's just little things that you don't you don't really think about that that you're doing all the time for staff wellbeing and just implementing little things that might not mean a lot to some people but some people it makes their day yeah because you've pieced together something that within the sector is fairly special um and i think one of the concerns a lot of people have in terms of working in early years is that it's it's really full-on it's a you've got to bring your whole self to work every day and you you can't not be on you have to be on all the time um so it can be really draining um it sounds as though you have always had quite a, a good environment for staff yeah um what what is it that the award's done to to help you focus on that more i think for us it's made work realize how much would you do for the staff and and even just down to making the staff more aware of the benefits that we have in place for them um and it's just made we look as a whole so we've implemented some new policies because of the health at work award so we now have a mental health at work policy we have a stress management policy and we have a suicide awareness policy which we would probably would never have put in place had it not been for the ward but we felt like that that gap was there and we needed them in place and since doing that staff have been a lot more open about issues that are going on in their own lives and although we always had an open door policy I think they feel now that that's in place that they can come more freely to talk about things which obviously has a massive impact on their well-being. Yeah, so is it more that you've encouraged rather than just enabled that to happen? So yeah, yeah. Um, so as part of our supervisions now, we've changed our supervision and our appraisal records, and they both include mental health and wellbeing. Um, and there's just a box that can leave a blank. They could write something in, but it just enables us to start that discussion. And sometimes they say, "Oh no, I'm totally fine." Sometimes it leads to, "Well, we can support you this way, this way, and this way." That's great. So does that mean that you've been able to find out about things that you probably wouldn't have yeah. known were issues beforehand? Yeah. yeah. And staff members who would never have come and spoke to us. They would maybe have spoke to girls in the room who they have a closer relationship with, but would never have come and sought me or carry out to to disclose, if you'd like to say, how they're feeling or something like that. That now happens a lot more. That's great. And what does that mean that... Is, is there something that continues on from that so yeah so it just I think for us it just they know that we're there so you know whether it's supporting them to attend a doctor's appointment or just checking in on them how, how are you how how's it been um and just following that through so making sure that if the doctor's given them any advice they've acted on that and how we can support that within the workplace so it might be that they don't want to go on the sick but they're just like a few less hours and we'll accommodate that as best possible that we can. That's brilliant. Um, some of the stuff that you put in place that you talked about in the presentation that you did at the best practice sharing where I met you um, sounded really exciting and I was really surprised by how simple some of the interventions that yeah. you've made are um, but that you could see had made such a massive difference. Yeah. Um, can you tell her a little bit about some of the stuff that you've done that maybe was received better than you expected it to be or that, that Yeah. Um for me one of the highlights of the things that were implemented was definitely the wellbeing cup. 
So this is just a mug, that's just a plain mug that we bought at Asda, has the little key on, um, and it has a little tag on saying you've been mugged, um, you've done something special this week to make me smile or appreciate it. And that goes around, so it doesn't come from management, it goes around the girls and they pass it on each week to who they feel they want to give it to. It could be for anything, it could be oh there you go you helped me out with some paperwork last week I really want to say thanks for that so you have the mug this week it could be oh, you look a bit down this week and I, I just want to make you smile so there's the mug and and it just it's so nice because it's staff appreciating staff which you don't often see a lot of it's kind of you get the passing off thanks but it just means it's a little bit more and the girls really thrive on on get on the receiving that and they really thrive on who they're going to give it to next that's exciting and do you think that's helped people to to look at their own well-being and to be a little bit more aware of the impact that they have on the people around them yeah yeah i do and i think it's also because obviously we're in a nursery we have three different rooms so different staff member are, members are based within the different rooms so sometimes i don't have a lot of contact with other staff whereas i feel like it's started new relationships between different staff who probably wouldn't have in the past had that conversation. That's really nice. So do you think that that relationship building has generally helped sort of well-being? Yeah, definitely. Great. Definitely. And as well as the gratitude mug, I remember there being a gratitude tree. There what's, is. What's the gratitude tree all about? So we implemented the gratitude tree at the last parents evening that we had. And what we felt like was you know, parents are so thankful for the, the jobs that we do on a daily basis and they're always saying thanks and things like that. But sometimes it's not always to the same staff. Um, so we decided that we're going to implement the gratitude tree so that the parents could write a comment and tie it on the tree. And it was there all the time and staff could read it kind of every day. And it's in the entrance as you come in. So... The first thing I see every morning when I open is the tree and it makes us smile and I think, oh, there's that lovely tree. So there's a little pile of tags so parents can continuously add to it all of the time. Um, I think sometimes you, you write things better than you say things. So there were so many lovely comments but that maybe would never have been said verbally to somebody but written on the card the way. It's a bit less awkward as well, isn't it? Yeah. And in terms of that giving verbal feedback or saying, oh, thanks, I, I really like that. It's something that's really hard, whereas yeah. it's a bit less intimidating if you can write it down and mm -hmm. leave it for somebody to find. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, I mean, in terms of that parental engagement, is that something that, that you do any other ways? Is, is, is parent involvement a big thing? Or is this sort of a, a step to, to involving parents more? Well, we do try very hard with parental engagement. Sometimes it can be difficult. Um, we have a lot of working parents who, you know, would struggle to come in for a sort of a play and stay session or something like that. But we've done it where we've done kind of occupations for the week and the parents who have specific occupations. So I remember a chef came in and he made pizzas with the group of children. Um, and we'll have people who will ask the parents to come in and read stories to a group of children as well so we do try really hard on our parental engagement we really push parents evening so that they come along so they're aware of the transition process and what's happening next for the child and where they're going and things like that um 
but I feel like we do have really good bonds with, with all of our families and you know they all know where we are and who they can talk to and things like that yeah I mean it, it, it sounds very much like you have a, a, a very nice culture of just being nice to each other which yeah. is which is lovely um, do you think the gratitude tree helps parents who are those working parents and who don't get to come to stuff yeah, to, yeah. to feel a little bit more part and of stuff and would you do parents evenings on a night time after work so that for the working parents they are able to attend them um, but yeah it's always there and they can add to it at, at any time and I know you said that you've seen a difference in terms of people opening up and talking about things but have you have you seen a difference in how people are feeling and, and, and the general well-being of the Yeah, thing? I think the general overall staff morale is definitely a lot higher since implementing little things and, you know, just knowing that if, you know, if they're struggling or if they need some help with something, come and talk to us straight away. Don't let it kind of build up and up and up so that you explode and you think, oh, no, and they have a breakdown. If you tell we're at the very early stages, we'll do all that we can to kind of help out and 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 ensure that that doesn't happen. That sounds sort of, I think that's a a big thing within care and roles in general, is that the people that you want to work in roles where you have to look after somebody else Mm -hmm. are people who put other people's needs before their own. Mm -hmm. But in terms of well-being and, and longevity and that sort of boiling point, then actually sometimes people who work in jobs where you've got to look after other people are guilty of a bit of martyrdom and sort of, oh, well, I can't do that now because I've got these things to do. Do you think you've managed to change that a little bit here? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think obviously, you know, the, all the staff care for the children, you know, 100% all of the time. And sometimes it might just be they come and say, oh, can I just have a cup of tea in five minutes? Is, is that all right? And, and, you know, we'll let them. And, and then it might be that that chat leads to, oh, well, actually, we're going to put this support in place where you, we could help you by doing this. We can support you this way. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the team have a better understanding of why wellbeing is important when you have to bring everything that you've got to work? Definitely, definitely now. Maybe it's not in the past, but now that we've implemented all these new things and we'll have a, a, such a posit- positive focus on wellbeing, um, yeah, I feel like they definitely, definitely do. That's great. So what have you got any plans for what you want to do in future to take this well, elsewhere? The possibilities are endless. So we've just completed Silver. We've just completed our Silver Award and submitted that. Um, but I think, regardless, well-being will always be a passion that we'll have, um, and we'll always be implementing new things and promoting new things. So, just last week we were talking about implementing um, a well-being basket in the staff room. So that just has general things in, like deodorant and face wipes and paracetamol and things like that that the girls can just get and boys because we do have a male member of staff. I was going to say you've mentioned girls a couple of times but as I was coming in there was a we male do. member of staff. We do even. so there will be some male deodorant in that basket as well and just the little things you know that that if they forgot to put it on in the morning they don't have to be embarrassed and say someone got any deodorant because I haven't put it on today it's there and they can just take it and use it. Yeah. How has that worked with the kids? your customers are here all the time um so how is your staff well-being focus impacted on that customer group 
So a massive thing that we implemented was we now do yoga on a daily basis, morning and afternoon. Let's do it just before meal times because what we found was meal times were kind of getting a little bit rowdy and the kids were all up a hide because they'd just been outside and they were dead excited and things like that. So we decided what can we put in place to bring them levels back down. So before meal times, across all the rooms we'll have a yoga session. So turn the lights down, put really relaxing music on and the children take part in different yoga moves that are also done with the staff. So the staff and the children are doing it together. Some of the children don't do the moves, but now because it's embedded within our culture, they're aware that that is the relaxing time. So they will just sit or they will just lie and they know that that is calm time. And that has made such a positive impact on meal times because now they're so much calmer. It's crazy how different it is. That's great. And do you think that that's something that you'll continue in terms of those children and yoga as a common activity whenever there's something sort of big happens or a, or something where you need to bring things back in? Yeah. Is that a tool yeah. that the Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's always there. Um, so that the, all the rooms have the CD players with the music and it, sometimes just throughout the day if the noise levels are too high, they just turn the music on a little bit and, the, and that's kind of the sign that might be a little bit too noisy and then all that to bring the levels down and it just I can't really explain what it does how it works but it just changes the levels in the room completely that's great and is that more positive than how things would have happened before in terms of yeah definitely definitely and now it's just part of what everyday routine and what we do that's brilliant so that's a bit of practitioners and children yeah they do it together that's, yeah mm-hmm. that's really nice um and do you think that that's had an impact on those children's well-being then as well in terms of yeah. that lovely process of calming mm. and, and something that they can use yeah. to, to, to yeah. calm themselves sometimes um it works really well with challenging behavior so if there's some challenging behavior sometimes if we take a child away from a situation and we'll just put the music on they might just sit and we'll do animal positions so they might just sit in, in a turtle position until they're ready to calm down and deal with with them emotions so yeah that's brilliant and that sounds much more positive than telling a child off or yeah. sort of sending them for time out it's not all for chi- them and not all children respond not all children respond to time out and things like that so we we'll have to have their strategies in place that's to great. support that and, and has that been helpful with self-regulation and with kids being able to, to look after their own? Yeah, yeah, and it allows them to, to calm down until they're ready. We have another thing called therapy. So there's boxes in the rooms um, and the children know that that is there. So if they can feel kind of that they may be about to do something that they shouldn't, they know they can just go and take the therapy off the shelf and, and pull it and stretch it and do what they like with it just to bring them back down to that calm level. That's really great, because like, there is that sort of disconnect, isn't there, between what is something's better for the group and something's better for that individual, individual child. child. And, that's... and they're all so different, and they all react so different to different situations, which is why what I think outside the box for different strategies we're going to have in place. That's really nice, and I'm guessing that that, that also then has that additional impact on staff well-being so you've got that nice circle of yeah, mm, yeah. 
call my, call my children, call my stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely positive. That's, it, it sounds like it's really positive. Has there been any challenges with implementing it? Um, with the yoga. With any of it? In the beginning, sometimes it was, you know, maybe he's done one day and then not the next. But, but actually now that we've highlighted the benefits so much and now it's just part of the everyday routine. That just doesn't happen anymore. It just continues all the time and, and that's what we do. I think some of the staff in the beginning maybe thought, why are we doing this? But then we sat down at a team meeting and we explained all the positive factors and, and what the children were getting out of it. And actually when the staff contributed to that, then they they kind of said, you know, yeah, you're right. It does bring them a lot calmer. And we got them to evaluate why we're doing it, which made them realise more why it was so positive. That's great. And does that mean that the staff have gotten on board with suggesting other things and, and taking part in the, the planning? Yeah, all the time. Um, we quite often put out evaluations or we make a lot of Google Forms and just send them out with, with different questions on just to get their feedback. Um, when we do supervisions and appraisals, we often have a suggestion sheet on the table and they're not allowed to leave until they've written on the sheet an idea that they, that they can bring to the table so that... It's not just always me and Kerry thinking, right, well, let's just implement this and see how it works. It's coming from the staff members as well. And that works really well. Yeah, gratitude trees are a really nice way of sort of shaping parents' understanding and getting them to sort Mm. of say nice things back, which shows they have understood how big a job it is that you do. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you found here as well? That That you've got to take parents on a journey to understand how in-depth the job role is. I think very much as part of our induction process, we do that with parents. So when they first come for that first ever look around, it's embedded in, in the conversations that we have that staff don't just sit and play with children, that we observe their development, we track their development, we support them if there's any delays, we're, and we'll make it very clear at that point that we do a lot of other things rather than just sitting playing with the children and obviously we do that and that is the key part of our job is sitting and interacting with the children but yeah we definitely embed that staff members do do other things and and it's quite nice when when we do have parents evenings and they come and all the children have a file so the parents are able to look through that and they're always so shocked at how much is in the file and I was like oh this is amazing like how much work goes into this but that's just something that we've been passionate about in providing. No, I mean, that, that sounds like a really good process. And mm-hmm. is that something in terms of embedding that straight away at that first ever meeting? Is that something that you, you think that maybe more people should adopt in terms of setting those expectations? And, and yeah, yeah and I think, I think maybe it's just the way that, that we talk about it when we're showing them around and, you know, we're always saying then the key worker does this and is responsible for this and things like that. So. And I think it's more for for them to know who they can go to as well. So we always would say that the key worker would be the first point of call. So if you had an issue, go to the key worker first. And then if it can't be dealt with, then, you know, management will deal with it. Or if if you feel like you need to come straight to management, then that's totally fine. Um, But yeah, I feel like we do a very good job at setting expectation of what they do, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, everyone I've spoken to so far, everyone, like, when you talk about stuff, your eyes light up. Like, yeah, 
you can feel the passion come off you when you talk about it. Um, Is that something that sort of comes through in the way that you recruit? Um, Do you look for a certain type of person? Is it a... No, we're very we're very open to who we recruit and, and we're very much for giving chances. So we had a lady start with us two years ago who always had a passion for wanting to work with children but had just never found the right moment to apply for a job um, and was currently doing a degree in childcare at the time. And we took that leap of faith and offered other job and it was one of the best decisions we ever made. Um, but we're very much for, it doesn't, you know, we don't judge. It doesn't matter what kind of your background is. Obviously we'll follow safer recruitment. So they have to have a clean DBS, have to have appropriate references. But we're very much for giving people chances. So we like to have an apprentice to train up just to give them that starting point and give them that learning opportunity. And do you think that helps to keep everyone else as passion sort of firing that you've always got someone who is new and excited and... and... Yeah, yeah, and I think, and obviously it's massively about that, you know, because it's massively about the training that we provide for staff. So we sign up to the County Council's training offer so that they're constantly learning and it's constantly a new journey because obviously times change, things could never stay the same all the time. We're about to make some massive changes in September that all the staff are very excited about so we're going to go as paperless as we possibly can which is crazy for a nursery but we are um, and we're massively changing our planning system for the children and um, we're going to go to in the moment planning but we took all that from the staff and what they felt would work and what they felt didn't work so they're always involved in in the kind of decision making for things like that and then we'll support them around that and deliver the training on it and then hopefully it will flourish to be amazing. That it sounds amazing. Um and obviously I've come today and it's a lovely day outside. Um and everyone's outside having what looks like the most amazing time out in the back. Mm-hmm. Um is that the sort of thing that yeah in the moment planning is to help facilitate more? More on what the children want to do there and then so not that a practitioner has put an activity out in the morning and said to them right you need to come and do that in the morning planning will be very much based on the children's interests what they're talking about there and then and facilitating that learning through their needs and what they want to do so is that bringing in a little bit more of the Montessori type sort of child yeah. learning stuff yeah oh it's, it will be very it will be solely child led that's really exciting and there's, there's a lot of stuff in the sector saying that really that's the way we should be going yeah. generally yeah. Um, I think we've all had that bit where we'll look back at school and we'll go oh, I wish they'd just let us do that because yeah. that would have given us so much more for the future yeah. if they'd just let us do it I think it's all about problem solving and letting them try to solve them challenges for themselves and you know if, if they're wanting to do an activity or even just down to you know painting they want pink paint how are we going to make that? How are we going to make that pink paint instead of giving them pink paint? You know, teaching them that you mix the colours and, and that changes and that's what happened and letting them figure that out for themselves is massive. Yeah, and I think kids learn more like that, don't they, if it's them making yeah, those definitely. connections. 
definitely. Obviously, you're looking at making those sorts of changes with the kids um, and the planning, and you've got loads of great stuff where it's an actual focus on staff wellbeing. How do you think the the wellbeing stuff and the child stuff has, has sort of linked together? Do you think that it's just a different way of thinking, or the having staff being able to come more easily has that helped with sort of general nursery queries as well with people being able to ask things more freely or was that always something that, that was quite well embedded here? yeah that was always something that was well embedded you know if they, if they had a question they would just come in and ask I think it's more the well-being side now that that it's like they have I don't know more trust in that they know I think they know more how we can support them so I carried out, I completed a level two in mental health awareness um, and from that I created a programme for the staff. So it was a seven week programme on different mental health conditions and I think now that they know that we have a better awareness of mental health and how it can affect people, they feel like they can come for that little bit of advice whereas maybe beforehand we would have had to say okay we'll go away and have a look into it and then come back to you and see how is best to support you whereas now we kind of know on the spot how we can help and support people yeah so staff know it's worth asking yeah because there will be help yeah mm -hmm. that's really good um i mean what what's your favorite bit of all the stuff you've done what, what's the thing that you like the most oh. i don't know if i do have a favorite i mean i, I can see how much you care about it. it's really <laughs> nice I don't think I can pinpoint anything because I think it's all everything that we've implemented has had such a positive impact but in a different way that I couldn't define I couldn't pinpoint one thing and say it's all one that thing. is definitely my favorite yeah that's just everything together in the journey that we've been on as a whole that's really nice thank you very much for talking to us um, and we'll speak to you again soon and thanks to you at home or on the go for joining us. Don't forget, if you've got some best practice or you'd like to share with us um, something great, um, you can get in touch with us at alumni at cash.org.uk. That's alumni, A-L-U-M-N-I, at cash, C-A-C-H-E for echo, .org.uk. And we'd love to speak to you. You can find us at the Cash Alumni website at www.cashalumni.org.uk or through the main CASH website for information about qualifications and other CPD at www.cachefecho.org.uk Thanks very much and until next time take care.